0: Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Hang hey, it up, boys. It's all over. I thought you were live. Would you... It's all what over. What are we doing? That's it. I'm going home. I don't need this. <laughs> well, that was a way to do it. That's it. I thought no, you I were live. Nope, we're all done. That's it. Good night. I'm retired. Good night. Chat GPT am, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm basically Malaysia Airlines 370. Good night. <laughs> oh, come on. Are you man. guys watching that? <laughs> Have you oh, watched uh, that? you uh, you've not watched that yet? It's uh, pretty interesting. Um it's tons That's and tons of planes. Well, yeah. It's, if you don't know, it's the Malaysia Airlines flight that happened that just disappeared. The good night. The good night. But it, the good night thing was misleading the way that, because in the documentary, he says it in a normal way. I had always understood it that later on they got communication and he went, good night. Yeah. He didn't. The pilot said to Ho Chi Minh Tower as they, because, you know, you clear from tower to tower. What are you laughing at? You can't even know. What are you turning into him? Come on now. He was thinking about all the, the puns. <laughs> <laughs> John's talking funny talk. How many rice puns can I get? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I before, just of Robin Williams. Oh, because of Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what it made me think. Oh, the whole story like that. Ho Chi Minh. Anyway, uh, so he says to the tower at Ho Chi Minh, he's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. Gives us coordinates. MH370. Good night. Which is a common thing for them to do when they say, all right, you're out of our, you're leaving our airspace, you're going to hop into the, you're leaving going Viet- on to Vietnam, the next and you're going tower. on to the next tower or whatever you're going to, you're out of our thing. So he says, good night to Ho Chi Minh. And that's it. And then they don't know, the plane just drifts off one direction or the other. So the whole documentary is basically about, you know, what happened. And no one knows. They don't know. Now they're even, they don't know if it went north. There's one conspiracy guy that says that Russians, he checked the the plane's, uh, uh, you know, passenger list, and there were three Russians that had potentially colluded with some sort of terrorist group or whatever, and his theory is that the... And then he introduces the idea that, and I didn't know this, and this is something to nauseate you on a flight, is that there's an unlocked hatch where the stewardesses hang out. You open it up, you're in the brains of the plane. So And and it's just a... It's like clicking open a door. It's on the ground, and they can start. You can, do anything wires. you can turn off all the communications. Yeah. So, And that's the only way to do it. The pilots don't have access to turn off all the communications. But it, you just unlock this door in 777s, and there's a ladder, and then it's just computers everywhere. And it's the brains of the plane. And it's like, you want to turn the communications off? It's here. You want to do this? It's here. And it's like clearly labeled like, everything off. And then his theory is they plug into it and then fly the plane from a laptop. You know, they cause a commotion on the plane. The stewardesses leave. The guy gets up. He opens that weird door that no one knows about until now. And, and all I was was like, this is an advertisement for anybody who wants to monkey with the plane. Put a lock on that goddamn thing. We've got steel doors now. We didn't lock up the brains. Yeah, that sounds it's like weird. wearing a leather jacket on a motorcycle and no helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to protect the But we'll protect the brains. So how true it is, I don't know. But it's uh, it's interesting, but it's all made up. So you don't really care to watch all of it because you are like, all right, this is sort of dopey in its own way. I could, I, I kind of forgot about it. I, I was yeah. like, did they find that? I can't remember. They have not they found out. it. Yeah. They don't. Know, they, and, and not only that, they don't know where to look. They, the only thing they had to had to go off of is the amount of time from the communication. If they're and then right about like, where it was, figure out the radius of how far that plane could beyond the radius. It, yeah, where was it going? Because it, it was supposed to go to like Which China, direction? and it went. Dead uh, west, and then from there they they search the Indian Ocean, but they don't know if it turned left or right Right. towards Russia. So, and that's why he said the Russians on there flew it up to Kazakhstan, and and killed everybody by turning off all the air. And that's how it just quiet. That's why nobody would respond if anybody's trying to get in contact with it. And they just kind of flew it from there with their own oxygen tanks. But I mean, it's a crazy conspiracy. But did it go to? You know, Kazakhstan, did it go right into the Indian Ocean? What was the purpose of it? Yeah, what was the point? Right, the terrorism. And that's what, uh, there's a guy who did go around saying uh, AWAC planes from the United States were in the area. So they'd have picked it up, and they're like, it wasn't there where they're saying it was. Mm. And he said, the Americans know. He went on a tour saying The Americans know exactly where it is, but who knows what's real? Why can't we just have something go haywire? Like Payne Stewart's plane. Golfer Payne Stewart's plane. Yeah, loses cabin. They, pressure. they lost cabin pressure. Everybody inside froze into popsicles, and the plane just flew until it couldn't fly. And and uh, did they shoot it down, or they just flew next to it until it? They they were pretty sure. Crashed. Right. They are yeah. pretty sure at its trajectory. I think it was over South Dakota. Somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't going to hit anything. Yeah. Like it wasn't going to smash into Mount right. Rushmore. And, right. They probably were like, just a few reservations down there. No big deal. Let it crash. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Custer landed yeah. anyway. these people have been in nothing but trouble since we got here. <laughs> Take so, out a few casinos. Yeah, or uh, gonna it, no, it's gonna hit the, uh, the the soaring eagle casino. We're gonna want to shoot that down before it does that. We don't want mad South Dakotans. But yeah, so whatever that. But that why can't it just be that we all because we, we always have to have answers to everything. Why can't it just be that they lost cabin pressure, the pilot hit the plane, it started flying left, and just stayed there until it ran out of gas. But they don't, and that's the daunting thing. It's like, oh, we got to search the entire Indian Ocean, and so. And the best quote in the whole thing is a guy's like, "You think we're looking for a needle in the haystack? We're looking for the haystack. Then the needle starts. And the, yeah, the, the I mean, start. we don't even know where the haystack is. So, it's the uh, the the area that they were searching at first is the exact same size as the landmass of the United States. Yeah. So now, I'm going to tell you, you can't walk on it. Fly over all of the United States and find a plane. One specific plane. Good luck.
1: So me, be gone three for days. It's going to
0: be a Titanic thing. They're going to find it 100 uh, years from now. That's what sucks, is that we'll probably be dead when they drag yeah. that thing up. When AI finds it. <laughs> when ChatGPT GPT knows exactly where it is. <laughs> Uh, Also, another thing I want to do before we get to the hot releases is uh, Mark Alexander's a listener. He emailed me. uh, He said, If you're, and it kind of was, I think he was mad. If you're serious about naming something after Al McCoy, I figured it out. This dude went out of his way to say, uh, He said, I just talked to one of the higher ups with the city of Phoenix Street Transportation Division about getting a street renamed. He said it has to go through the mayor's office. So, Holmberg, if you're serious about an email campaign to rename something in Al McCoy's honor, get us ghouls to write emails. Okay. Mayor.Gallego at Phoenix.gov. Boom. If if we don't have any sort of civic pride in Al McCoy, we don't have it in anybody. And my request would be through the emails, and don't be rude about it, because they'll see through that. Uh, especially because Mayor Gallego is kind of a sensitive? Soft one. <laughs> that's all that's in there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What? Here's a Do couple of things. Very funny. I like to hear you. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. I said it. Just saying. So, uh, is With to, Carrie in there, we oh, wouldn't have that problem. She'd be I mean, naming everything after whatever we say. Because you, Jagos, <laughs> didn't want <laughs> to say it. Diana Tarasi <laughs> way it's doesn't need to, to be a thing. <laughs> so let's rename that Al McCoy way. And, they, like, name the poll that, that, like, let's name the poll that it says Al McCoy way on Diana Taurasi poll. We'll give her something. Yeah. but She doesn't need a street yet. She she's not she sh- like polls. She, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> a manhole cover. Okay, all right. Uh, anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Medicate. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Anything. She uh, look A bench. A nice bench to sit on. Uh, you boy. all know my opinion on the WNBA. It's a joke and it's terrible. Eighth grade boys' basketball has better players in it, uh, and so we don't need to name anything after her. It's such a political thing. That's so wish, ugh, wishy-washy nonsense to have something named after a WNBA player long before Al McCoy gets anything. So a statue and renaming that street Al McCoy Way, and then we can move Diana Taurasi. Like, well, how about Diana Taurasi Plaza? We name the 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 thing you walk into at Footprint Center, Diana Taurasi Plaza. That's nice. That's too much. It's still too much, but we have to placate the whole alphabet world and the WNBA fan and all that. And you can't take away from Diana Taurasi something. It's not her fault that her league's terrible and that they did this nightmarish political you know, red velvet cake for her. Can't we do like Diana Tarossi will call or something over you know, <laughs> <with a, a laughs> That guitar. would be amazing. The Diana Tarossi box office. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> Diana Tarossi's box. Is what, yeah, that would be a great go. thing to name it. I think that's a great idea. Insensitive, maybe, but we'd all get a good chuckle and it would never be forgotten. But if you guys want to help out with this, and I'm going to do it right now, and I don't have the A, any courage or power. <laughs> So <laughs> if I called Mayor Gallego, I'd just start laughing like Beavis and But <laughs> She's on the phone. Check it out. <clears throat> Ask her about Al McCoy. <clears throat> Name a street after something. Uh, Mayor.gallego at phoenix.gov. Something has to be done. If it's not Diana Taurasi way, something else. They, uh, they, and then Mark Alexander uh, has uh, Mark Alexander's been diligent about this. He found a section of Broadway Road that underneath it says Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So they've named a stretch of Broadway Road, Martin Luther King Boulevard. I don't think an address is on that. Like, it changes it up for people to get real confused. Mm. But it's a stretch of, it's an honor. That's all. And Al yeah. McCoy doesn't have one. And he's going to retire at the end of the day. And I've, I've met him once. He was super kind. He wouldn't remember. It was fanboy meeting a great broadcaster. And I just, it was right here in our lobby. And then I was taken by how small he was, which I felt, he's like a little baby bird. You just want to help him. Just as nice as can be. And he got a tour of our building and stuff and couldn't have been, couldn't have been nicer. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. He could be a dick, and I don't care. He still deserves this. So something to honor that has to happen. The Suns have no championships. They've got nothing really to hang their hat on as far as that goes. He's been the crown jewel of this organization from whoever owned it in the beginning, through Colangelo, through that awful Sarver, and now into Matt Ishbia. So that's it. Mayor.Gallego.com. At, uh, what is it, phoenix.gov? Is that what it Gov. Says? Yeah. At Phoenix, not PHX, fullword.gov. And just write a letter and say, uh, Honorable Mayor Gallego, please consider naming uh, one of our roads downtown in honor of Alma. Dear kind sir. Dear sir. <laughs> please talk to the man in charge at the mayor's office. That's probably not the best way to go about it. But yeah, Al McCoy, at uh, if, if the very least, you don't know me, but I'm, I hope you appreciate the fact that I would love to see this happen for you. And we got to do it before he croaks. He's 90. We don't have much time with Al. Whether he's healthy or not, and I don't know why he's retiring, he may be sick, he may be dead tired. He may, but we got to do this for him so he could be on the plaza when this happens. He deserves it. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I love that Mark's done that. Thank you, Mark Alexander, for that. That was a pretty cool of you to do because I'm – I'm basically a barking dog. I think these things, and then I never follow. (laughs) The only time I've ever done it, I did it for Luis Gonzalez way back in the day when he did the home run derby, and the dude was hitting a home run every third at bat, and the Diamondbacks were crushing it, and he wins the derby, and it's like Arizona's had a baseball team for three years. This is amazing what this dude's doing here. And I called the city, and we had Luis Gonzalez day when he returned from the All-Star game. And I worked at a station full of absolute dumb (laughs) Not a single person that was smart. (laughs) And uh, somehow or another, we managed to get the city to do this. Well, our brilliant broadcast team sends me into the bowels of Bank One Ballpark, which you can't get a, they used to call it a Marty shot. Oh, I remember those. (laughs) You needed air for that. We were in a basement, so A, I couldn't broadcast it. So it was just me, Luis Gonzalez, the mayor somehow, uh, and a bunch of media who actually could tape things. And then uh, the best part of the whole thing was Luis was like, wow, what an honor, and who put this together? And like, well, John Holberg at KZON Radio has decided to do this for you. And I'm like, what a wonderful thing. He goes, you spelled my name wrong on the plaque. Well, thanks, uh, Luis. Uh, we'll see you later. And that was the only was thing. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I went back to the station. What I Tim told, was in charge of that. Uh, Tim, <laughs> Tim Moranville wasn't really <laughs> in charge. But no, Oh, t- are you kidding? To idiots. And uh, so I go back to the station. I just crack beers sitting on the air. I'm like, I'm not breaking that mic. I'm done here. You guys have embarrassed me for the last time. You can't drink and be on the air. I'm like, good. You should fire me then. Like, you guys are idiots. I I, I don't even know how I pulled this off. And here we are with this opportunity. And we blow it. I mean, dead blow it. (laughs) This is the same radio station that decided to have the midnight bike ride downtown. Sent out 55,000 flyers without a date no date <laughs> figure out the midnight bike figure ride. out when it is it's gonna be fun someday sometime in october no yeah it was like a really nice time of year well our listeners know from listening i'm like then why did we spend all that money on the flyers we see st- you there yeah. <laughs> it basically was like no information midnight bike ride doesn't that sound great it was essentially we sent them an idea uh, that place was a, Brady worked there too and let me tell you this this is how bad it was Brady could have run the place <laughs> uh, ten times better than anyone who had any, any charge of it a mishmash of nonsense craziness when I came here and Chuck was in charge I'm like at least somebody's in charge that place was a disaster so anyway I, 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 I may be a little bit uh, gun shy to go back to the mayor's office and ask for some help but Al McCoy way needs to happen we love you, Al McCall. Period. We need to do something for the guy. If anybody can make a statue in like an hour and a half, I mean, we got to hurry up. Oh, we can get that done. You think you get a nice bronze statue? Darf- come careful, careful. Remember what? the last time we had local artists do? Oh, our, good, uh, thinking. Paintings. Oh, Jesus Christ! We need local right. artists. <laughs> we need a. We need somebody Let's who get actually get that thing down to get some so concrete. Who? who? Go to Home Depot, and they can whip up that statue and. What are you, a stormtrooper? You can yeah, just put a guy oh, in carbonite? stone I that. can find. What the hell are you <laughs> doing? got stone masons, he said. <laughs> I got a time machine and some Come stone masons. Wow. I'll have chiseled out in no time. Brady's would be Al McCoy with David's body, his little pee-pees out <laughs> making a fountain pee. Anyway, I just want Al McCoy to be honored. That's it, somehow. And I think name in a street stone after him. Stone You get stone masons, a couple of fans, chisel that right I'll get out. that thing carved up in no time. All right then you're <laughs> make on make <it> some <laughs> calls you volunteered <laughs> anyway Al McCoy that's what I saw in my brain he's retired start calling Chief. start making some phone calls boss <laughs> hey it's Brady over at KP's morning cup no <laughs> phone calls needed a life size statue of Al you know McCoy by two you don't <laughs> no you just pull up the car pick up some With workers the over there and you can build a stone <laughs> oh stone those hand stone agents hand <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> And Al McCoy would be like, what an honor. Why am I in a sombrero? That's what the stonemasons saw you in. Sorry. They may have carved the wrong guy. I look a lot like Shea Guevara. What an honor. What a sombrero. (laughs) Shazam. Who's the Mexican? (laughs) He's my teal. No. Well, anyway. It'll look good. No, you get your. Let's see your Al McCoy <laughs> done the in a day. T- your done in a day statue. What an honor it would be that Brady went to Home Depot and got some illegals to carve an Al McCoy. Here you go, Al. It's for you, boss. <laughs> Whoa, brother! <laughs> Put this in the deep freeze. Anyway, <sighs> see, this is what happens when we try to do something nice. Man, this dip over here wants to go to Home Depot and build one. <laughs> And hey, we DIY some mud together. We DIY. Oh, Don't Look get it thing. wet. Don't get it wet. <laughs> We're not good with adobe. It, it wasn't exactly what I had in mine, but thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for all your work. And is here's, here's your 50. It's just a big mud blob when the sun melts it. Never mind. <laughs> uh, let KTAR handle this kind of stuff. They're adults. <laughs> we can't do it. Uh, we got hot releases coming up in moments. Sorry, Al. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Podcast. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet. Mesquite. Repeat.